0: Bob Bernie Live
1: And welcome to a Friday edition of Bob Bernie Live. What a privilege, what an honor to be your host this afternoon. And uh what a privilege and an honor to welcome our listeners in Tampa, Florida on Faith Talk 570, 760 and 9:10 a.m. It's the Bill Bunkley Show. Yeah, but I'm not Bill Bunkley. I'm, uh, well, I'm filling in while Bill's away from the microphone. But I am also doing my usual program, Bob Bernie Live, in Columbus, Ohio, on AM 880 and 104.5 FM. Once again today, we link the two stations together, and we simulcast. My telephone number? 877-BOB-LIVE. I love hearing from our listeners here in Ohio. I love hearing from our friends in Florida as well. 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. Well, today is January 6th. Today is the second anniversary of the uh, riot... That broke out on Capitol Hill. Uh, What happened was a tragedy, a shame. It should be condemned without any apologies whatsoever. It should not have happened. And I'm not talking about the demonstration uh, prior to the riot, prior to the breach of the Capitol. Uh, We shouldn't sugarcoat it. It was wrong, it was illegal. And uh, listen, I I know all of the background stuff. Um, You know, it was all planned by Nancy Pelosi. It was uh, planned by the Capitol Police. I I don't know about any of those things. All right? I do know that what happened was wrong. Yeah, I'll let, you know, I'll let other people ascribe blame and so forth. Uh, Did Donald Trump cause it? Of course not. Could he have prevented it? I don't think so. I think he could have diminished it, but I, I don't think even he could have prevented it. But it was not an insurrection. Like the mainstream media and so many people, it was not an insurrection, the government of the United States of America was never in peril, not even close. We were not close to having the government overturned. We were not even close to a, a, a coup. And to use the word insurrection is ridiculous. A riot? Yes. And the whole January 6th committee in the uh, Congress, it, Donald Trump has called it a witch hunt, and indeed it was. And the thing has been done, settled, finished now. And there were there were no smoking guns. There were no bombshells. Uh, but anyway, uh, we should not forget it. Uh, We should make sure that it never happens again, something like that. But we must deal with truth. Now, please remember truth is not a left wing virtue. It is not. The liberal left really doesn't care about truth or facts, they are concerned about their agenda. And they are willing to uh, accomplish that agenda using almost any tool. The liberal left does not really care about truth and facts. They care about emotions and feelings. And it is just fine with the liberal left to twist, exaggerate the truth, or outright lie. In order to gin up emotions, several uh, members of Congress today are talking about, uh, we can't forget January 6th, one uh, Congresswoman in particular, we cannot forget the five police officers who gave their life on January 6th. Yeah, I saw that. We cannot forget. And by the way, that woman is from Ohio. Uh, we, we cannot forget the five police officers who gave their life on January 6th. Um, not one police officer died in the line of duty on January 6th. There wasn't five or four or three or two or one. There was one police officer who died shortly after January 6th because of natural causes. It did not happen uh, during the riot or even as a result of the riot. Uh, One person did die during the riot, and that was Ashley Babbitt. She was a Trump supporter, not Capitol Police, not a leftist, not a Democrat. A Trump supporter. And no, she should not be forgotten. Uh, But the wild, crazy misrepresentation, twisting of truth, uh, absolute over-the-top exaggeration is just inexcusable. But today is January 6th. And like so many... Important historical events, we should not forget. We should not forget. And please avoid the conspiracies on the far right. Please avoid the conspiracies on the far left. And as much as possible, deal with truth and facts. Please. All right, quickly South Carolina has had their heartbeat bill struck down by the South Carolina Supreme Court. Bad news for life in uh, South Carolina. The reason why their heartbeat bill was overturned, let me read from the South Carolina Supreme Court majority decision. Quote, The state unquestionably has the authority to limit the right of privacy that protects women from state interference with her decision. But any such limitation must be reasonable and it must be meaningful in that the timeframes imposed must afford a woman sufficient time to determine if she is pregnant and to take responsible steps to terminate that pregnancy. Six weeks is, quite simply, not a reasonable period of time for these two things to occur and therefore the act violates our state's constitution's prohibition against unreasonable invasions of privacy. Fascinating. The reason why the current U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade is that it was not an issue of privacy. That if you'll remember, that's the main reason why Roe v. Wade was Uh, ruled as it was. It was a privacy issue. Um, So the Supreme Court of the United States has ruled that it's not a privacy issue. And the uh, South Carolina Supreme Court has ruled that um, they're going to overturn the heartbeat bill there in Uh, South Carolina, because it's a privacy issue. I'm not a legal expert, not even close, but it would seem that the South Carolina Supreme Court is contradicting the U.S. Supreme Court. The bad news the heartbeat bill has been ruled unconstitutional by the state Supreme Court. All right, we need to take a break. Again, my number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483.
0: Bob Bob Bernie Bernie Live. Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview.
1: Well, how about some good news? Use some good news today. I think probably all of us could. And uh, it's concerning DeMar Hamlin. DeMar Hamlin, of course, is the uh, Buffalo Bills safety that was... uh, well, not only injured last Monday night in the Monday night football game with the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, but he went into cardiac arrest. His heart stopped. Uh, He nearly died on the football field, was taken to the hospital. Uh, Obviously, he was resuscitated. Uh, CPR was administered. Uh, Anyway, uh, yesterday... Uh, The good news was that he was uh, responding well. He was communicating in writing. He couldn't speak because he had a breathing tube down his throat. Well, late last night, uh, with his uh, doctor's permission, the breathing tube was removed uh, today. Not only is he awake, he is breathing on his own and he participated in a video conference with his team, the Buffalo Bills, in New York this morning. Yeah, he's talking, breathing on his own. Uh, does that mean that uh, he's out of the woods? Not necessarily, but those are all incredibly positive moves. Uh the Buffalo Bills said he continues to progress remarkably in his recovery. So that is really good news. But the good news gets even better. Uh, I don't follow the NFL real closely. I'm familiar with the names of most of the coaches and the key players, but they, I'm not head over heels into it. I enjoy watching games Uh, probably as much as anyone else does. So I I am familiar with the name Sean McDermott, the uh, head coach of the Buffalo Bills, but not familiar with him as a man. Well, evidently, he is a very outspoken Christian, uh, has made that very clear uh, throughout his coaching career. And uh, part of his response today is, concerning the improvement in DeMar Hamlin's uh, condition. He said this, and I quote, Glory to God for his keeping DeMar and his family in the palm of his hand over the last couple of days and his healing powers. He said, quote, Faith, hope, and love that have been displayed over the last three days has been nothing short of... Amazing. Uh, He went on to give God the glory, uh, said that this was an answer to prayer. Uh, But looking a little deeper into Sean McDermott's past, uh, just last year in a press conference he said this, I just want to praise God for this afternoon and this day. What a beautiful day in Orchard Park, New York, and to him be all the glory. Uh, And then he went on about he believed that he was in New York because it was God's plan for him and his family. He wanted to give God the glory in everything he did. He said, quote, I just know that God is in complete control. Um, I'm a firm believer in faith, and I know God brought me here for a reason. He brought this uh, this group of men together for a reason. So that's what I fall back on in times like this. So uh, I I try to be balanced when I look at sports people, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, whatever, uh, who just casually mention God every once in a while. Dropping God in a sentence here and there really doesn't mean much. I mean, it really doesn't. Uh, People go crazy when a sports star mentions God. Um, I want to see more than just a mention of God. Scripture says that even the devil acknowledges God. Of course he does. If anybody knows who God is, it's the devil. If anybody acknowledges the presence, the existence, the power of God, it would be the devil. So I don't proclaim anyone a hero simply because they drop the G-word every once in a while. I want to look at their life. I want to look at their testimony. Are they different from the world around them? And it would seem that Sean McDermott really is a a follower of Christ, um, a Christian, and from what I've read... Uh, Damar Hamlin has a solid testimony of his faith and trust in Christ as well. Here is, number one, I'm praying that Damar Hamlin has a complete recovery. I'm praying that he has a complete recovery. But I am also praying that the Significance of prayer, the importance of prayer will not be forgotten in a couple of days or a couple of weeks. Let's all hope and pray for that.